focused thinking enables us to keep the beam of our attention on the task at hand for extended periods of time. We discussed the value of developing razor-sharp focus. Now let us understand the process for it. It is very much like the way we develop our muscles. These bodily muscles have finite strength and stamina. If not utilized, they are subject to atrophy. But when we exert them, they start developing. That is why in weight training and similar techniques, people exercise the muscles to the extent that they break, which means they develop micro tears. And yet there is nothing to worry about for after 48 hours of rest. If one has taken sufficient nutrition, these muscles mend themselves to become stronger than before. The development of focus works very much like the development of muscles. It needs to be exercised and you have to work beyond the pain and boredom. So Maharshi Patanjali has explained the process. Shraddha, Virya, Smriti, Samadhi, Pragya, Purvak, Itaresham. He says in your spiritual sadhana, strive with faith, valor, dedication, sincerity, patience and concentration. But remember, if you wish to become a marathon runner, you cannot reach the goal in a day. You will probably start with one mile on the first day and increase it in increments until you reach the 26 mile target. The development of focus also works in the same way. Again, the Yoga Sutra state, Satu Dirgha Kala Nairantarya Satkar Asevito Dridhabhumihi. When you keep on striving to enhance the muscle of your focus, it grows incrementally until you master it and then become better at your work, at play, and in your ability to learn. But focused thinking is only the entry into the power of thoughts. After that comes creative thinking. This is the one that is used by great writers, poets, designers, and architects to come up with new ideas that shake the world and forge the direction of humanity's progress. So how do creative thinkers work? Salvador Dali was a surrealist painter. 
he was acclaimed for the creativity he manifested in his poetry writing artistry and other works his style was unique he would sit down in an armchair and allow his mind to wander in all directions until he fell asleep and then the key in his hand would fall into the plate below waking him up with a clang he would then find the ideas he was hoping for and get to work you would say that is a very eccentric behavior but the greatest inventor of all times in human history thomas alva edison adopted similar techniques he would sit down and start thinking until he fell asleep at the end of his micro nap he would find ideas coming to him from all sides now how does this process work let me explain to you the difference between focused and creative or diffuse thinking from my latest book the power of thoughts these are two distinct modes of thinking focused and diffused compare them to a flashlight we can adjust its settings to focus the beam it will then light up one small area but very brightly alternatively we can change the setting on the flashlight to diffuse its beam then it will illumine a large area but dimly similarly our mind works in these two modes at times it thinks in a diffuse way allowing itself the luxury to wander freely it makes connections with topics at random in doing so it uses the whole brain without restricting itself to one area and comes up with ideas this is creative thinking it is also called diffuse thinking since it is the opposite of focused thinking so how do we develop our creative abilities and become good diffuse thinkers here is a four step formula i am going to offer to you the first investigation start with gathering relevant information with the beginner's attitude free from the mindset of i know it all take inspiration from little children who are always inquisitive about the world i'm reminded of the joke when a little girl kept on asking her mummy about things that were happening and she became fed up and said look don't you know that curiosity killed the cat that baby daughter was silent for a little while and then she asked mummy 
What was the cat curious about when it died? That curiosity is necessary to gather information. Hence, the first step is information gathering or investigation. Then come to the second, incubation. Now you put your conscious mind at rest and allow the subconscious the freedom to grapple with the puzzles of the jigsaw, establish new connections and put the puzzle together. This is how people overcome the writer's block. My own experience was the same. I wrote this book, Power of Thoughts, in the month of September in the year 2020. At that time, the pandemic was raging around the world and I was in Dallas, but unable to go out and give lectures. So sitting at home, I was writing this book. But from time to time, I would get stuck where ideas would refuse to come and an hour would go by before my laptop. Now what to do? I just stop, go out, take a walk. And five minutes through the walk, I would find ideas pouring into my head. At first, I was astonished why this was happening day after day but then realized that when the conscious mind was rested, the subconscious got the opportunity to work on those ideas and develop new connections. So this is the incubation time, which is very conducive for creative thinking. And that leads us to the third, which is illumination. It is now the Eureka moment when you say, yes, I have it. And whom else to take inspiration from than the great Archimedes? We all have heard that story. He was sitting in his bathtub bathing, thinking. When all of a sudden the illumination came, he screamed, Eureka, I know it. And he ran naked through the streets of Syracuse. So the illumination can come at any moment unexpectedly. It happened for Newton when the apple fell on his head and the realization that the earth was pulling the apple through the force of gravitation dawned upon him. That moment of epiphany happened for James Watt when he saw the lid of the kettle going up and down due to the release of the steam within. And he said, wow, I can design a steam engine. So the third step in creative thinking is illumination or the epiphany or the Eureka moment. And the fourth and final step is verification. You need to know whether the conclusion your mind has intuitively thrown up is right or wrong. So you verify it practically. And if 
it does not stand the test of examination, you need to reject the idea. Go back to step one with investigation and then incubation. Hope for illumination and this time hope that verification will confirm the creative idea your mind has gifted to you. So, we have gone over two modes of thinking, focused and diffuse or creative. There are eight more modes of thinking that we will discuss in the next episode of this 21 days series on the power of thoughts.